Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the next installment of our Friday night show here on Buddy Guy Radio, the Takeover Show. And we have a special, special guest who I've been so excited. I've been waiting for a couple of years to get my good friend here on the show. Uh, and I am honored. We have Mr. Anthony Gomes in the studio with us tonight. Anthony, say hello to everybody. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, doing great. Pat, thanks for having me here, man. I've been waiting a long time, too, and uh, all good things take time. So well, you're, you know, it's cool, brother. You're a busy man. You're on the road. Listen, kids, if you, and for all my Anthony Gomes fans, you know this man is a road warrior. He's been out there blazing it since, I believe, 05, maybe even earlier than that. Uh, but uh, he, he got out there, and he was hanging one night and uh, doing a show, and, and somebody with B.B. King tracked this man down and said you got to check this guy out man. and the rest is obviously history so tonight we're here to talk about his brand new album which just came out and if you haven't heard it shame on you because it's a badass album you need to go out immediately and download and buy the record but tell us about painted horse brother this is this is a i don't want to say a remix this is a new version of a song you've done uh back in the day tell us about the track um well you know about 10 years ago or so, I had a uh, Southern rock project called New Soul Cowboys. And that song, that album sort of was under a lot of people's radar. And there were a few songs that I thought never got any attention um, that should have. And one was Painted Horse. Um, and there was talk about having Billy and Ray on the album. And that was the first song I thought of. I said, man, we got to get assassins out here <laughs> playing on this track. Um, and the real cool thing about Painted Horse lyrically is the idea that it's all music coming together. Mm -hmm. So I reference John Lee Hooker. I reference Albert Collins. I reference Johnny Cash and um, uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, and the idea is, yeah, man, there's a place where all music comes from. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and the Painted Horse represents, you know, all the different colors of music. And it's sort of like you're riding into town with this sound and all these people behind you. Right. Um, and uh, it was, it's about listening to music without prejudice and um, the source of where inspiration comes from. So uh, that's the thinking of it. And uh, love it. Yeah, man. And I just felt like uh, that would be a great tune to have these guys on. And it ended up being the lead off track. Let's talk about Painted Horse, man. And it's got um, featuring Billy Sheehan and it's got Ray. How do I say Ray's last name? Uh, Luzier, I believe. Luzier. Okay. Ray Luzier, who was in Corn, right? He's the, the drummer with Corn. Yes. Yes. So uh, Ray's a bona fide rock star and a, an incredible drummer. Um, and Billy Sheehan, well, um, if, you, Billy. if you know anything about the bass guitar, you know who Billy Sheehan is. I'll say, I, I know all about Billy. And if you don't know about Billy, look him up. You're going to be really, you're going to dig what he's doing. And, and all the music he's doing.
Tell us real quick about Rat Pack, man. How'd you come in there to, to hanging out with those cats? Man, uh, the president of the label was hanging out at the house during COVID, listening to Gary Moore, streaming it. And it said, if you like Gary Moore, check out Anthony Gomes. And he's like, who the heck is this? Uh, so thank you, technology. Who the heck is this? And the interesting thing, his opinion was, we're a blues rock act that has only been marketed to of the blues world. Right. And he said, because you're a combination of those two things, what would happen if we let some rock and roll people know about you? Right. Um, just like, you know, with Buddy, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have a lot of uh, blues records in their collection, but they'll have a Buddy Guy or a Clapton or a Stevie Ray or something. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, I guess that was their, their thinking. And uh, I appreciate their belief in us. Fur covered handcuffs. I would like to say I'd like to know how that came about, but maybe that's not something you want to talk about. <laughs> well, I will say this. I'm a huge ZZ Top fan. And one, one of the many things I love about ZZ Top is they can take an object and write about it. Right. Cheap sunglasses. You got a song right. about cheap sunglasses. So um, uh, anyway, I was doing research for a song called White Trash Princess. And it took me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> I saw this thing for fur-covered handcuffs with a, a lady wearing a sexy police officer outfit and okay. these fur-covered handcuffs. And, you know, I thought, there's a song in here somewhere. I like uh, it. I think there yeah, is. Man. And, you know, and you know what they say? Art can imitate life, and life can imitate art. You know, and that's not such a bad thing, man. So, no. uh, and, and, and it's just a funky tune, man. All right. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. So everybody right now, hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Here we go with track number two. This is Fur Covered Handcuffs right here on my Special, something I wouldn't forget. 
tell everybody about what went into the thought process of Bluesified. Because I well, was Bluesified when I played it. Man, uh, let me tell you. So, uh, people always say when they play rock music, oh man, we rocked the crowd tonight. Let's get rocked. Oh man, they rocked my face off. Well, you can't really say that with blues, right? You can't say, oh, I got bluesed. Oh, the band came on, man, and I got, they bluesed me, you know? Yep. So I thought, well, how about if you got bluesified? That's sort of like being baptized, you know, electrified, you know? So uh, we created a word to describe what it's like uh, when you get shook by the blues. Uh, exactly. And, yeah. So that's where we added a word to the vernacular. Uh, but anyway, so. Uh, bluesified. comes in and knocks you down don't see it coming till you hit the ground oh baby you had me hypnotized since i met you baby I'm 
this is a song that features Billy and Ray, um, Killer Killer People, um, a track called Born to Ride. How did this track come about, Ant? Um, you know, the idea of the song is we're all on the road of life, and we cross lines, state lines, uh, highway lines, but music can create, can cross all sorts of lines. Absolutely, lines sir. Gender Absolutely. and race and, um, and ways of thinking, you know. Music is still such a powerful force to get us to to be enlightened. And um, Amen. So we were all born to ride. We were born to to go on this highway and and to cross lines and to understand and grow and um, and be with our friends. You know, Amen, brother. I'm going to just hear. Slave 
right. How did you like that, man? I thought that was a killer jam. I liked it. Oh, man. Man, Billy Sheehan played the hell out of that track. And, and uh, I know Jack Bruce was looking down at him from heaven saying, hey, great work, Billy. Great work. Well, yeah, man. For for bass players out there, uh, you got to know who who uh, Billy is. Billy is, uh, you know, and he played, not only did he play with Mr. Big, but, you know, he played with David Lee Roth. He's been around the world and then some. And he, he's just a bass player extraordinaire, man. Um, and, and Ray, you know, and just a killer drummer, man. So. But tell us about the new mix of Peace, Love, and Loud Guitars, Ant. Well, you, you know, uh, this time we started it off with some blazing guitar, and we had Billy and Ray, which pushed it. Uh, and, uh, you know, the funny thing is this song started off as a T-shirt. I, I made a T-shirt, and on the back I put Peace, Love, and Loud Guitars. And people were buying the shirt. And then I thought, hey, maybe this could be a song. There's a song yeah. in there. There's a song, yeah. <laughs> what an idiot I was. But anyway,
we are on to track number six, a track called I Believe. Tell us all about I Believe, Ant. Well, you know, uh, we're living in such troubled times. Oh, boy, so much are we. division. Yeah. And so many people profiting from division. Politicians, um, you know, all sorts of folks that by stirring the pot, it benefits them, but it, it, it's a losing game for everybody else. And uh, yeah. we just need to come together. And I saw this great illustration, you know. Okay. It, it was two people standing in front of each other, and there was a number. And it looked like six for one person standing here, and mm -hmm. it looked like nine for the other person standing in front of them. And you realize that they're both right, but they're fighting over what the number is. It's all gotcha. on your perspective or what you've experienced. And if we both sides need to take a step back, instead of saying, look, you're a dumbass because you don't know what you're talking about, and my beliefs are right and yours are wrong. Hey, well, let me walk a mile in your shoes and see what you, you know, and open up a dialogue and just be open to it. Just be open. You know, I've changed my mind on things in my life, so right. I could be changing right. my mind on a particular thing. Just be open to that.
red-handed blues? Well, man, it's a story about lies and deceit. Oh, sometimes men tell the women, or women tell them the men all the time, too. But this is a story about guys going out, telling their, for a bachelor party. (laughs) uh, But they tell their their ladies that they're going to a fishing hole. But they went to a nightclub where the girl dances on the pole. And uh, they got busted, man. They got busted in a lie. And uh, they got, they, they partied too hard. Oh, and they shit. Were, you know, and they got busted, man. They got busted. So, uh, yeah, that happens. You got Somebody better have some bail money. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's a sordid tale. It's a sordid tale. But it's a sordid tale. Say, it has a happy ending in, in every way possible. I bet it did. <laughs> All right. Oh. time last Friday night Johnny's getting married had to send him off right told the girls we were going to the fishing hole but we went to the nightclub where the girls danced on a pole we partied all night long and headed back on our way but waiting in the parking lot was Johnny's Cheap perfume the morning of our wedding night He said, I'm sorry, baby I'll never tell another lie She said, how you gonna look? I'll preach her in the eye He said, take me to that preacher now And jump me in holy water Cause I've been sticking dollar bills Down the G-string of his daughter Caught red-handed, not like we planned it Lord, what we gonna do? So busted, she's disgusted. Heaven help us through. Don't tell them why lies. Now you can color me true. Got caught red handed. Got the red handed blues. Oh, red handed blues. 
turn it up, Ant. Man, it, uh, baptized by the blues, saved by muddy waters, gave me the blues and technicolor. Um, it, it, you know, it really was talking about me cutting my teeth in Chicago mm -hmm. in the late nineties. I would go to buddy guys blues club all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, we won the first ever buddy guys, best unsigned blues band competition. Um, and, and just moving from Canada and coming into the center of the blues. And, I mean, my mind was blown. The first week I lived in Chicago, I met Otis Rush and Buddy Guy. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a pretty what? good start. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I can move back to Canada now. Hell. <laughs> my life's complete. I'm good. Yeah. And and it was just uh, uh, taking me back to that moment and and, um, and and the great feeling I have of Chicago and the memories of Chicago from that time. Um, and how that sort of uh, created the recipe for what we do, which is to uh, beg for forgiveness and not permission when it comes you know, to our like blues rock and roll. <laughs> See 
I want you guys, we're going to talk about a song called Blues in the First Degree. Check it out. What do you got, Anthony? Tell us about it. Oh, man. Hey, you know, it's a, to me, it's taking a slow blues form mm-hmm. and rocking it up. And there's a little Steve Marriott Humble Pie influence Ooh. in there. Ooh. And, uh, Ooh, Georgia. Tell us about Hell and Half of Georgia. 
man, it's an expression that meant uh, if you were doing something bad, hell and half of Georgia knew about it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's an old time expression, but uh, we're still doing it. We're still getting in trouble and hell and half of Georgia knows. You know what? That's another. If you guys keep hearing me, that's an amen and a hell yeah right there. Because now right. hell and half of Georgia just went hell yeah. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, baby. on darkest before the dawn Ant. well the message is simple keep on holding on mm -hmm. things are going to change if they're not going your way mm -hmm. keep on holding on, mm -hmm. keep on. it's going to get this. better you got this you got this right and, and you got people around you that are going to help you get this so no yep. matter how get dark it gets it doesn't get dark enough 
to be beyond what you can take. And you may feel like you got as much as you can possibly handle. But remember, That's keep right. on. That's right. Darkest before the dawn. 
his child. Well, you know, it's an autobiographical story of, of loving music and, mm-hmm. and making your way as, as an artist and just loving the blues. And you're going to take them on the road and blues had a baby and called it rock and roll. So I'm a blues child. Um, and and uh, straddling that line and, you know, telling mom and dad you got to leave home. came into the track white trash princess well 
one person's trash is another person's treasure. Amen. And, um, you know, there's a term called white trash, and maybe some people feel it's a derogatory term, and it is, but that's not the spirit of the song. And it's not, everybody's got a little white trash princess in them, regardless of your ethnicity or gender. And what that means is you may not measure up to what society says is an ideal or okay. what you should, uh, you know, you may not be a Kardashian, but you know what? You still are a prince or a princess. You still, you still are. A
into thinking on Rebel Highway, Ant? Well, you know, uh, there's a stretch of road between Nashville and Memphis called okay. the Music Highway. Okay. And I think of all the great music that has come out of Memphis and come out right. of Nashville. Right, right. And how that highway connects rock and roll and blues to country. Mm. Um, and, and all point. points in between, yeah. So the song is just about a metaphor for everybody and every artist that's taken a chance with their art, put on that guitar, strummed it, and, and, and gone up and down that highway. And fathers and sons and mothers and daughters mm -hmm. creating music and, 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 and the road is it's born to ride. All I want to do is ride down that rebel highway, my six string by my side.
Now, we are on to the last track. And it's a track we talked a little bit about before, but it's an extended version. Let's talk about this. This is Darkest Before the Dawn. Uh, and, and this is kind of like the extended version. Tell us what went into the extended version of the song, Ant. Well, you know, we had a fade version of the song. Mm-hmm. And then we had a version where uh, we had 16-piece uh, string ensembles. So okay. violins, violas, and uh, they just were so beautiful that we wanted to showcase that in the end. So it's a longer version um, with that. So uh, we liked it so much, we put it on twice, Pat. That's <laughs> that's what I was just going to say, but you'd said it all. They liked the song so much, we didn't play it once, we played it twice. Mr. 